Hello everyone, Mike DM here again, and this is the second of the two episodes where we had trouble with Owen's audio, but once again, hopefully it won't detract too much from your experience. Huh. These books. None of us are especially <laughs> intelligent, are we? Is no one flirting with the librarian? No, he's trying to be an idiot. The worst part about that story is um, the parts that are true. Do I have a nightmare? Come on, please let me have a nightmare. You are a nightmare. <laughs> Anyway, um, so back to fantasy instead of reality. Chapter 94, The Library of Portum Magnum. Okay. So, last episode, you guys did a whole lot of uh, bookkeeping and, uh, and so forth. You uh, were able to go and stab... Another one of these. What are you going to call them? Folactories, fake lactories. I like folactories. Oh, I like folactories. Okay, yeah. so you, you're able to stab another one of the folactories, and it, yes, it turns out the one you found in the uh, the frozen city uh, was in fact fake, and uh, you uh, met with a baron who asked you to carry an embassy over to Faramons, which is a little out of your way. It doesn't, you know, not going to help you with your quest, but. Uh, you guys decided to uh, to see if you couldn't help out the populace here, and uh, then uh, Crib, you and Cotter did a little uh, business with uh, Sinia and arranged a way to send some grain to the uh, mountains there in exchange for some furs. And then you were off to the library. So the the Arlen and Adri and Akmenos combination was off to the library. So all the A's. I believe they descended into darkness. Oh, into dimness, that's for sure. And then a a human male came around the corner that had pure white hair, pure white skin, and uh, bright red eyes. Can they see color in the darkness? There's light, so yeah. Yeah, we see darkness as dim light. No. They're not in darkness, they're in dim light. Yeah, Yeah. and only far away is in, not in color. Do you have dark vision? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're the one who does it. The dragonborn's <laughs> the only one, yeah. And luckily, oh, you guys there. are having refreshments where's, at Cotter's house. The dragon forlorn. Where's oh, that's a good question. Where's Orlana? Oh, actually, I guess Orlana would be with you, yeah. And so she she thinks it's definitely quite dim down here. So, oof. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the uh, the librarian apparently has come around the corner and and asked you to be very quiet because he can't sound loud, loud noises. Does he have fangs? Well, you can't see any from uh, this distance. Tell a joke, see if he'll smile. Um, hello. Um, uh, we were wondering if you had any books or any research on the spire off the southwest coast. Well, we definitely have numerous volumes here on all sorts of subjects and situations. 
um, perhaps I can lead you to the proper section here. What, uh, what were you interested in? Were you interested in uh, the geology or uh, the, uh, uh, or perhaps the biology or uh, um, the geography? What were you most interested in? Mostly history. Oh, um, yes. Let me lead you to our historical section. And um, he's kind of wearing these rather nondescript sort of uh, kind of black robes. Um, and he, he's got these soft slippers on that he uh, just kind of pads along on the carpeting, making very little noise. And uh, you guys, I guess, are going to follow him along. And uh, he leads you down through the stacks and uh, he says, um, this is our historical section here. Um, you can, of course, uh, peruse at your leisure. And uh, if need be, you can bring the, the books to the upper level. Uh, the lighting is better up there. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't stand very bright lights. Well, thank you very much. And there is just volume upon volume upon volume of the uh the books here i mean it's like like i said it, looking down the stacks it looks like you're in, in the indiana jones warehouse mm -hmm. um so what i would like you guys all to do is to make three history checks as you're going through the stacks here uh, do you think that we would oh. get there oh. in any time to even make one or, um, well, the thing is, you don't even know. You guys are all back at yeah, at, uh, at your house. After that, would um, come see what they're doing. I think this was a meanwhile, yeah. like like uh, while you guys yeah. are doing your meeting, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, but I mean, this. you're searching for a while. Right. Well, my first roll is an eighteen. My first is also an eighteen. Okay, well, actually, just give me the three rolls, and then um, who uh, got an who got anything eighteen or higher? I got two of those. Okay, so Adri got two. And, Arlen? and I only got one. I got 13, 15, and 16. Okay, and then you got one there. I got 18, no 5, one. and 4. Okay. I got bored. Okay, so you guys uh, are going through, and, and Arlen, um, you just kind of find, I mean, it's just bewildering the amount of books, and they are just on all sorts of subjects. Um, but... Uh, just nothing that's really useful um okay. and then same with orlana she uh she's kind of kind of amazed to begin with that there's even such a place as this with so many books to be had but once again can't really find anything of, of terrible use for for her um but uh adri and no one you guys actually do succeed and um adri uh, especially with your two successes there you do find an ancient you know, book that's, I mean, the, the, uh, it's clearly has been around for a long, long time. I mean, the, the binding doesn't look like anything they use currently. And the, uh, it's, it's, you know, clothed in some very old faded leather that's beginning to wear at all the corners. Um, and it is in fact a book of the history of the old kingdom and the royalty. All right. And, uh, Oh, I didn't even think about the royalty. Well, royalty to you is the best, like, carrot farmer, so... No, <laughs> like, because the Oracle's poem, the next verse starts with, And a tyrant waits with his baleful stare. 
where a sea ruler sits without even a character. That, yeah, that makes that. sense. That makes sense. And I didn't think about that. We can't mention that. It'll be helpful. But. And what what you do find after, and this is after like hours of searching. So if you guys, actually, why don't you guys, um, Cotter and and uh, Kriv, why don't you guys roll for me an insight check? Insight check. Fifteen. Twelve. Fifteen. Um, so. Actually, um, Kriv, after like an hour of uh, sitting around, you kind of turn to Cotter and say, they've been gone a long time. <laughs> this is me or they've been gone for a while. I don't have a watch, so I'm not going to check one. My, my first thought <laughs> I've was, been staring at this wall. It seems like a couple he's like, minutes My to wrist me. sundial isn't working. I'm inside. <laughs> Actually, even even for you, Cotter, the, sh- the shadows have progressed across the floor. So, I mean, obviously time has passed. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to... I think... The, how long does it take to research things? You probably wouldn't know either. Huh. These books. None of us are especially intelligent, are we? We're from a monastery. At least we read. No, I mean, what's Shall the highest intelligence in our group? I got a twelve. That's not yeah. dumb. No, I know. I have a twelve. Yeah, but that's that's just that's interesting. Maybe research <laughs> takes a long time. Let's go. That's a good so idea. Let's I'm, go see what they're doing. I'm gonna and and you do know Connor. You do know where the the library is. So you guys start trooping over there. So I'm gonna sneak up on the librarian. <laughs> oh, Lord. Why? Why do that? Because I rolled a five and a four. Clearly, I'm bored after researching, <laughs> and I'm just gonna tap him on the shoulder. So, well, excuse me. Actually, um, you're a good ten feet away, and he stands up and turns around and says, "Yes, can I help you?" I say, "I'm a bit famished. Can I bring you something to eat?" He says, "I'm fine. I I have my porridge." And he has like a little bowl on the table in front of him. It's and and not not only is it porridge, but it I mean it looks like the most incredibly bland porridge ever made. I mean there's there are no there's like you can see no evidence of like sugar being swirled oh my gosh, in or anything. Cotter would so fit in here. So, so would Captain Hulk. But <laughs> all hey. the beige. Oh. <laughs> anything to spice in that up? So, uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't stand any flavors that are are terribly um, you know expressive. I, it, everything has to be very bland for me. Think you don't like spicy? something that's salty might not work for you. Um, even a little salt goes a long way for me. Uh, this this He's is so why, sad. This, this is why I I got this job. I well I loved books to begin with, but it it keeps me isolated from the loud noises and bright lights on the I mean, surface. I feel it. I would live in a dark hole and with a bunch of books if I could. <laughs> I'm like all right. That's but Adri, anyways, uh, getting back to I'm you. I'm not even joking. That would bring me so much joy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, getting back to you there, um, the uh, the tome that you did find does refer to the island off the coast as being uh, the royal hunting sanctuary. Ah, almost like a like a that can't think of the word. Oh my gosh! Hey, you know what? Now that we have some details, we can scry it. You don't need a can name. We? You can scry a place. Can we do that? Um, is it only names or is it also places? You can give it a try. Royal Hunting Sanctuary. I know where we're sending the dragonborn. Because we have the name of it from the Old Kingdom map. And are there any illustrations or anything in this book? Um, the only illustration is basically 
a artistic rendering of what you've already seen in the bowl. Okay. It just shows this ring-shaped island with a very tall spire in the middle. Um, although, um, you know, you, you examine it some more, and it, it does seem like um, the foliage, at least, is represented on this graphic. Granted, it's probably a thousand years old. It's very tropical, but then that also makes sense because, of course, as you know, having been to the capital, the... Mm -hmm. uh, the waters immediately off the capital are very warm, so the whole area down there is very tropical. Do, do we want to try scrying it? Or have we used our scrying tokens for the day? We can do No, I can do it. Um, I can do it twice more. I don't remember if I use the last charge of it. We'll have a percentage chance to disintegrate, but I don't think with the bowl of scrying it will lose its magic if I use all the charges, right? Uh, you have no evidence of doing that, no. Oh, well, just okay. wait till tomorrow because we have to go off to the. And if it well, did, but we've only have, we've only used one today, anyways. So if we did, I can Galtra. use it one more time safely. Yeah, hundred percent safely. If it did destroy itself, Galtrafar would probably warn us when he gave it to us. Oh, by the way, don't use this too many times; it might die. And he certainly yeah. did not mention anything like that to you. Okay. Yeah. So I I still have two more charges left to actually like successfully scry without being really bad at scrying all right so let's try it all right um should we do it in the library where we could get the books wet but before we go i i asked the librarian one more time i say guy what's with the eyes he says i i'm sorry i was i was born like this um it, it is my lot uh, born like what i i've always had red eyes and I've had no pigment in my hair or my or my skin. Why are you such a jerk, no one? You can't just ask people why their eyes are like that. Also, you said you were going to get food, then he didn't leave. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I said, can I bring him some there, food? You can't say anything. I said, there. can I bring oh, him we some food? And he time. said, he no. We this there. has been like 45 seconds, so. Yeah. Born that way. I'm like, so, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, that's interesting. Uh, anything, uh. You want to share on that? I've never seen a human with red eyes before. I, I have not seen one uh, either, although I have read in the volumes here. Um, it is not unknown. Uh, others have been born this way as well, um, but it is very, very rare. Um, however, you, my friend, are the only person I've ever seen that looks quite like you. Um, certainly, you must have an interesting story as well. Oh, I do. Perhaps someday I'll share it with you. I would, I would love to hear that. Uh, obviously, in in low tones, and quietly. Is no one flirting with the librarian? No, he's trying to be an idiot. Okay. I think he's succeeding. And with Arlen as my mentor, so I mean, what can we say? Hey, I'm actually reading. Slowly. It's taking both of us to figure this out, though. <laughs> hey, it doesn't. I'm not saying anything about anything. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Anyways, you guys continue to pour through the the tomes there, and um, the only other thing that um, that you glean out of that um, is uh, there there is a passage in one of them where it mentions uh, that the uh, the king uh, returned from the island. Um, it said with with the carcass of a great beast. So apparently he had some sort of trophy that was some monstrous beast. And was that the We've last taken time down the king visited there? Before. 
it was just a, a mention in one of the the tomes there. Oh, okay. I mean, if the king were a gnome, that could have been like a squirrel. That's I true. don't think this is a kingdom of gnomes. Oh, <laughs> a dire squirrel. No. Yes. At, at the very least, a it's dire the squirrel. The size of a cat. <laughs> Actually, a dire squirrel would be the size of about a Great Dane. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be so cute when it you know got up and was Ate nibbling you. it. It's giant teeth and beady little eyes it's gonna, stick you, it's gonna stick you in its pouch and carry you away that's a kangaroo that's a kangaroo <laughs> the cheek pouch no, no, oh, that's a hamster cheek pouches oh well whatever it's any cheek pouches don't they yeah, i thought so but there's some it's any rodent no no a dire hamster would stick you in his cheek pouch and carry you away oh. you're like a little vacuum yeah limited. it just looked like this you know <laughs> yeah okay um so do you guys uh, want to attempt the bowl or what do you want to do? Um, I want to attempt the bowl, not in the library. You want to try it upstairs? Yeah. Okay. And I would like to thank the librarian for his time as well. Thank you very much. Um, and you are welcome back anytime. Let me know if I can be further help. Um, and um, I hope to uh, meet you again. Certainly. And you guys pad upstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take some water and pour it in the bowl. Okay, and as, as you guys are coming upstairs, uh, Cotter and Kriv come back through the door and uh, meet you there. So what did you learn? That there's so a porridge the, eating vampire down there? The, the spire did, is... What did you really learn? The spire is the kingdom's old hunting, like trophy hunting ground. Mm. Um, and all we know, other than that, is that the king once got an enormous beast from it, whatever that means. And, oh, go ahead. Oh. No, 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 my question hasn't come up yet. No. And now we are going to well, scry it. What do we know about the island? Do you know anything about geography? The the animals that might populate it. Do you know the route to get there? What's well, on the island? Well, it's pretty clear how to get there. We well, can just look at the map. <laughs> we uh we teach even the youngest of Dragonborn how to hunt their prey, and the first thing we teach them is what is what to look for in its lair, what to expect danger wise, the geography of their potential lairs do you have any all, of that information all we got out of the book was that it was a hunting ground it's a thousand year old book it's in probably an changed a little bit since are there any other books Connor, you know that there's an amazing amount of books there there's a lot of books this was the only book on this island and we have the ability to come back downstairs and look for more but right now we're going to try scrying it <coughs> information based on this one okay so you're going to fill the bowl and, and do a scrying, Arlen? Yeah. Okay. Is it pronounced in Taurus? Uh-huh. Okay. Can you wave my hand over that? the bowl and say, in Taurus. Okay. And um, the uh, image of the island appears in the bowl. It's a little a little closer than the last time that you guys, last several times you have, you've hit it before, but... It is uh, just an image of the island. Um, you can make out a few more details. It's the uh, you know foliage is very tropical, um, and you notice the um, there are large waves crashing ashore, um, but that's about it. 
Um, the, the spire is is pretty amazing. I mean, it's amazing bit of geography because basically it's a ring shaped island or a circular shaped island, I should say. Um, and appears to be, you know, many miles across. It's kind of tough to tell in an image in a bowl. And but just right in the middle of the island is just the spire that looks like it goes up several hundred feet. Um, you know, you're not even sure what geologically could cause such a thing, but there it is right there. It's not a building? It appears to be natural, at least, you know, from the view in the bowl. Does it look like rock or is it some gigantic horn? It looks like rock, yeah. Giant unicorn okay. living underground. <laughs> Do we know if Danya is still in town? She doesn't want... Danya doesn't want she anything wants to, do nothing to do with us. Well, I, I'm sure she would love to see you again. She just doesn't want to die horribly by yeah. some dragon or something like that. I mean, so the two she times doesn't you doesn't want to associate with us in any way. The, the two times that you have uh, have uh, contracted her services, you know, one you ended up tearing half of her ship apart, and the other one you ended up with a, a dragon sitting on top of her her ship. So, um, you know, I mean, you could probably, if you see her uh, again, you could probably ask her if she wants to take you one just, place or another. Just a little bit of caution, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind, you know, shuttling you on an easy run like over to. Uh, Savita's Cataracta or something like that if you just wanted to do a taxi run, but it's just the, the whole chasing down evil relics of a past age seem to have gotten a little older. So, nice um, done, yeah. In the same general areas, airships, I guess, how are we going to get to this island off the coast off of this once dock like area in Well, you, you guys do know a guy with a ship. He, or a boat, at least. He may not be happy to see you, but you do know somebody with a boat. That was a small boat, though, right? It was It was uh, big enough for catching fish. It would it'd be capable for trip on the ocean. And he's right there. And oh, my gosh. Us, so let's see other options. You know, I'm sure he's forgotten the fact that you personally ruined his life and me? stole his wife and child away I from him. I thought that was you. No, it was you. I didn't lift up the, the seal skin. Was that me? No. No, that was her. That was me. Yeah. They call me the bad one. Well, we can try to... But first, we one. have to go see some dwarves. Yep. We do have to do that first, yes. So now that we have information on where we need to go, let's go and... Let's take... Let's go to bed and head out in the well, morning. Can we eat first? We're in... Yeah, we're going to go... Cotter's maid is expecting us for eating day. Yeah, well, we're going to eat and... Sleep and then leave in the morning. Yep. Okay, did you guys want to do any further research here? Um, uh, can I... I want to poke around more and see if there's anything else that we did miss that might have been more helpful. Okay, so is it just you going to go downstairs or is the I'll, I'll go with her too. All right. Okay. So once again, the uh, you hear the, the sound of the librarian approaching and, and his usual warning. It's like, uh, please keep your voice down. I, I can't stand loud noises. And then he sees you and it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. He says, are you, could you really be one of the barbarians of the mountain? answer really loudly you you should speak in like high elven court language which he doesn't know <laughs> yeah, right. i don't know fairly i be uh, from the mountains of cold oh, yeah. yes i hail from the mountains to the north this is an amazing day south. i've i've read about you in the books before but in the south? i've never mm -hmm. met one oh, sorry thank you south not north of course i i don't leave the library why not 
I, I can't stand bright lights or loud noises. Um, we, I, I, I have had some kinsmen that have similar afflictions. You have? Yes. I, I would like to know more. About what? About their afflictions. Although um, my understanding is this is the way we are born and there's nothing that can be done about it. It's still good to know that there are others that have similar afflictions. It makes one feel less isolated. Hmm. It is not really my place to speak about another person's or another dragonborn without them being here. It is considered an insult. Ah, well, perhaps one day you can bring them back to meet me. I think I shall. As you say, it's always nice to have somebody to share your pain with. Yes. Well, I I don't really view it as pain. It is, it is the way I am, but it is certainly uh, 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 something to overcome. I'm sorry. I can barely see you. I turn on light on my... Oh, ah. <laughs> and, and he uh, immediately sorry, shields I, I, his eyes. And he, you, you see him fishing around in his, his robes, and he pulls out a pair of uh, spectacles, and the uh, lenses have been smoked almost to the point of blackness. And he's, oh, oh that, that's much better. Forgive me. I forgot that light can be an issue. Yes. And I'll, I'll dim it down brighter than what it is, but just a little dimmer so it doesn't, so I can see, but not mm. cause him a whole bunch too much pain. My apologies for, it's been a while since I've been around those kidneys, so. I, nice. I understand. Even I didn't do that, um, bro. Well, as you spend a lot of time that. here, the, uh, you've seen my friends looking through books. The island that they speak about, we're trying to find any information about what may dwell upon there. Uh, the geographical, the. Ah, geology and geography. Yes. Correct. Um, they were looking in the historical stacks, but um, we can I can take you back to the geography stacks if you'd like. Is there uh, a, the, the uh, books you were talking about? Uh, geography, um, I don't know the word is for the, any animals that are known to be on that island. Oh, biology, yes. Yeah, I would um, say so. Uh, there, there are tomes there as well. Excellent. Um, it, let me take you back to those. Okay. And uh, he leads you back to a different section of the library. Um, and who all went downstairs? Just me Adri and did and and yeah. uh, Kriv. Um, so for uh, Arlen and Cotter and um, there and no one for a while they're you know, they're downstairs and, and all of a sudden they, they're just like they're down there for a while. What are you guys gonna do? I was going to try and like go to some sort of private-ish location with Orlana and like help her with training that kind of stuff. Okay, so just uh, go to a, an empty corner of the room up there, and what, what are you going to train on? In the library, or not in the library? Like, not in the library. Yeah, well, let's have Fireball or Lana practice in let's, the let's library. Practice like an archery range, basically. Well, you're you're, you're in the middle of the first circle, Arlen. So I mean, there's sure. there's not a real good place to do that. I mean, maybe when you guys get back to the Cotter Estate, you could go to one of the outlying gardens Fraser or something. State. Yeah. Fraser Estate. Excuse me, right. Fraser Estate, sorry. Um, so what do you want to do while the, the I mean apparently, you know, the Adrian and Kriv have just disappeared downstairs. What are you guys gonna do? I'm just, just gonna, gonna hang out and I'll okay. meditate. I okay. Don't, Cotter? I mean it seems like they might need help. So you're gonna wander downstairs? Yeah. Okay. And Arlen, you and Arlana, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Um I guess we can go and help look for okay. other stuff. 
Um, so uh, you guys all go downstairs. And once again, everyone roll for me history. How many? Uh, and just do uh, two rolls this time. I got a natural 20. Ooh. Yeah, not me. 13 and a 12. Yeah, Orlana finds nothing really interesting. Sixteen and ten for me. Okay, natural twenty and thirteen. And uh, once again, you guys really don't find much there. Um, It you know appears that this thing being far off the coast and you know obviously a artifact of the old kingdom, not too much there. But Arlen, you do strike pay dirt to an extent. Uh, You find a. um, You find two references. Uh, one of them is speaks of the currents off the coast of the kingdom, and it, it says that the um, the currents, by and large, immediately off of the old capital city, are um, you know beneficial and gentle. It does say, however, off the island, off the coast, that they are treacherous and that the mariners try to stay away from there and stay close to the coast. And then you find one other thing in the uh, the stacks when it comes to the biology part of it, and um, it once again makes mentions of um, the island is populated by great and fearsome beasts. Great. Which may have been why it was the royal hunting sanctuary. But nobody hunts there now. Um, not currently, no. I mean, no one could. Like now, you guys are a landlocked people, so. <coughs> Aside of a few fishermen, obviously one of which you met, um, very few people even go off the coast. Now I have to say we were uh, we encountered that black dragon not far from there. Hmm. The one that melted Adri like eighty-five times. Yeah. 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 Exactly eighty-five. Well, you you met him first in the Nidrosaltus between Excolbarium Calis and Civitas Cataracta, but then yeah, you ran into him again down by the Delta. So. Well, let's let's retire back to the Hat Fraser dwelling and feed ourselves get some rest we have dwarves to speak on tomorrow okay very good and uh, you guys settle down for dinner and obviously um, as has become the habit there uh, you have the full dinner with the whole family all the sisters and um, although you guys notice that it is now changed the seating arrangements now changed uh, now, Cotter and Sinia are at the head of the table, and uh, the mother is now sitting down one of the sides, obviously still in a fairly important position, but uh, not no longer the head, the head of the household there. Um, and, of course, they want to chat you guys up and find out how, uh, Cotter, they want to know how your first day of, of married life was. And uh, they, they want to know, you know, obviously, how did your interview with the Baron go? It's all very exciting. So what, what we'll, do you want to tell them? Just we'll be honest about the tale of we'll leave out the library search, but just tell them about the Baron's request and the honor that was bestowed upon us and how Cotter elegantly and with great authority spoke with the Baron and procured us uh, favors, potential rewards and uh our mission to hopefully bring a bit of peace back to the lands between the dwarves. Can I remember the something gate? Can't remember the gate title. Dwarves is what? what gate? They're the Faramons. Faramons is the, the name gate. of the dwarven kingdom. We're the, the gate, gate. And the Iron Mountain. Yeah, oh. Porta Magnum is the Great Gate, oh, sorry, and so uh, Faramons is the Iron gate. Mountain. Yeah. Okay, thank you. But yeah, um, I'll also ask Sinia for a private word after dinner. She says, "But of course." Um, um, 
and uh and they say but um this is this is fantastic an, an ambassadorship from the baron um and one of the sisters turns to the other one and says i can't wait to mention this at the next party and but the, but to be clear it was really um a feat of great strength and skill and leadership that cotter showed in the moment of mm-hmm. who we always knew our brother was destined for greatness indeed did we ever tell you the time that he was sat upon by a puppy? And, and of oh course, the girls started twittering. And said, oh, actually, and, you know, one of them gets kind of a little bit sad faced. I, I forgot that that was Patch. The two of them made it up afterwards. But when Patch was just a, a young, well, a, a puppy's not really the right word, more of an adolescent. Um, and it outweighed Cotter by two to one at least. And uh, he was out with the houndsman. And um, he sat down, and then Patch came and just sat on him, pinned him to the ground. He couldn't move. It was the most hilarious thing. He wouldn't approach a dog for a year after that. Uh, but the two of them eventually became the best of friends. And I, I do, I am sorry that he died recently, Cotter. It was. I'm just happy he was able to see you before he left. I was happy you were able to patch up your relationship before he died. <laughs> The worst part about that story is um, the parts that are true. <laughs> well, did you take? But you missed the obvious lesson there. Don't get sat on by dogs. No, something knocks you down. You get back up and you oh, wait. I and was when three. you feel more comfortable. You're right, and you grew stronger before you went back and made. I, I don't know that that was part of the story that wasn't true. I don't like dog stuff. Did you not make up with the dog? No, that, that was part of the story that wasn't true. Oh, it was it was the getting sat on by a dog. That well, the lesson you should have learned is if it knocks you down, slay it. Anyway, um, so back to fantasy instead of reality. Um, so they say, but um, what did you do with your rest of your day? I mean, certainly the um, that could only have occupied your morning. Cotter was nice enough to show some of the sights of your magnificent city of the first ring. Oh, excellent! We it is a most beautiful city in in all of the kingdom. What 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 did you take them to see, Cotter? I walked them down. Give me a name of a street, please. So, you know, like the... the Know your role, Boulevard. (laughs) And then we went and looked at the library to see... Because I haven't seen it in very long, ever. (laughs) And the the mother turns to you and says, Well, Katra never really was one for the books. Um, Give him him a a crossbow or a uh, sword and he was happy... But yes, not not so much on the studio side. I'm so pleased that you've decided to follow some studies here. Uh, um, Whatever did you find at the library? Yes, not much. Yeah, unfortunately. A very pale individual. Oh, yes, the librarian. He's quite the character, isn't he? Dear thing, though. Dear thing. Yes. I feel like this is like a bless his heart moment. So I'm surprised uh, that you didn't take them to the Royal Astrologer, uh, you know, Cotter, if you were so busy looking for information. Yes, why didn't we go to the Royal Astrologer? It's a little bit of a non-secret that the odd girl traveling with us is a bit afraid of stars. What? I didn't know that about Alana. Oh, no, she's very into that kind of thing. It's a farmer thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, okay. 
Yeah, they they, they plant by the uh, it's by like the phase of the moon. It's like the yeah. carrot is like in Scorpio rising. <laughs> no, no, I was confused because I was obviously missing a joke that there no. wasn't even no. even a joke. Up. You speaking didn't miss of, a joke. Speaking of that, would not be a bad place to go visit before we leave, just to ask about the things could we've we, seen in the sky recently. Could we stop oh, by tonight? Well, that well, would probably be the stars. When they, that's when yes. they'd be up and around. Yeah, I mean. Let's do that. Can I speak with Sydney first before that happens? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure as soon as dinner is done, um, they'll be happy to uh, mm-hmm. to uh, sit with you and and uh, discuss anything you like. So, okay. so anything else you guys want to brag about over dinner? About how fantastic Cotter could read, or how <laughs> tremendous he was at finding information, or anything else that really isn't at least bit true. I was. I was saying. Yeah. He he was furrowing his brow reading this ancient text, and I was originally impressed that he could read such an ancient script. Then I realized he had the book upside down. She said, "Well, some of the scribbling in there can be as make as much sense upside down as right side up." So yes. Come on, this is your time to roast. Let's do it. <laughs> Adrian, all, all of you listening, and you should see the look that she just gave him. <laughs> okay so anything else you want to do before dinner's finished just bolster the image that she has hey, of her new husband hey Kravas, do you actually know how to use cutlery yes. or are you embarrassing he's like using us? his talons to mm-hmm. to pick up the food and <laughs> you know, like throwing the bones just over your shoulder it's a tiny pitchfork and a tiny knot sword i can take care of myself so you just like shoveling everything i'm proficient in music. Yes. oh dude I'm proficient in using a pitchfork. We know. I'm especially proficient in using a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> and you're using it a lot at this dinner, apparently. And that's no bull droppings. He's telling yes. the truth. Yeah. Bovine droppings. This yep. is a family show. Yes. <laughs> bull droppings, bovine, same difference. Okay. Anyways, moving along here. Um, so you guys are going to take off for the... <laughs> for the. Oh, wait, we, you need an interview first, and then you can take just, off for the astrologer. Moment. Yeah. Okay, so um, Sinia obviously notices you kind of giving her the, the questioning eyes there. And as you're breaking up, and she says, My good lord, do you need anything? I do, and I feel remissant that I have to ask this because it's going to come up hot as if desperate or poor. But uh, Nuwada, the god of war that I serve, has recently increased my power. Um, and she says, wait, I, I thought you were also a follower of Dianect as, as my husband. Uh, there's been a change of that, of a personal nature. Instead, I follow Very Dianect's interesting. Apparently, brother. much happened in the mountains that uh, I was unaware of. There was, and you must forgive me, but unfortunately, not all of it is something I can share. Uh, of course, of course. Discretion is, is my middle name. Thank you. Um one of the things that I can do now that I would need your aid is I have the ability to bring back a fallen person if I get to them quick enough. It's quite a miracle. It could be, but it's one that I can't do without a particular type of resource. Uh, and what, what do you need? Diamonds of a high quality. Oh, is that all? It's not something that I have seen or heard of very often in my mountains. Um, how large a diamond do you require? 
the image in my eye is about the size of a small sphere, but I have a feeling that if we were to sell it, it would be somewhere around the 500 range of gold pieces. Oh, she says, not a problem. And she actually undoes her necklace. And there are three large um, princess cut diamonds um, dangling. For if, if it will save my husband's life or one of his companions, you may have this. So she hands you the necklace with three of diamonds of 500 gold pieces apiece. You humble me in your quest to protect your family. He says, well, it's the least I can do. You are doing the kingdom an incredible service here. And I can only imagine the dangers that you're facing. Um, one necklace of many is not too much to give up for that. Look at this. Aren't we special? We're not part of the family. I want Thank diamonds. Thank you, sister. No, I don't uh, really. Forgive me. I'm going to join my brother, your husband, and he's going to take us to see stars. Will you come with us? We go see the stars. I can come with if you wish. I would. I've always wanted to visit the astrologer. Well, you might as well. Um, oh, he keeps. There'll be characters dressed as famous adventurers out there. Yeah. He keeps very late hours, so uh, most of the time we do not venture from the the household at that hour. But I would be happy to go along. I think, says that we are leaving tomorrow morning. Some time spent with your husband is probably a good idea. I do agree. Our time has been precious. Thank you. Okay, so um, it's getting on towards full dark here, um, and obviously the middle of summer here. It, it uh, does, the, you know, sun doesn't go down till late, and uh, you guys take off for the astrologer's tower. Yes. Yep. Okay, and um, once again, this this time the uh, the astrologer's tower is actually in the the second circle. But once again, just like the library and just like the uh, the mage's tower, it, it just doesn't fit in with the area around it. And it's a um, narrow cylinder. And the top is kind of, it's got this weird opening to it. And it's a very dark stone where, you know, a lot of the stuff in, in the first and second circle are very bright in color. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but uh, this apparently is the Royal Astrologer's Tower. And actually, everybody roll for me nature. This time I don't see a roll. Oh, man. Oh, that's the wrong die. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> Fifteen. Four. <laughs> Five. Three. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Wow. And actually, let's see what Orlana gets. And actually, Orlana gets an 18. And uh, Kriv, you uh, realize, as does Orlana, that... The very weird shape of the tower is actually, um, you know, with the windows and everything the way it is, is, is actually designed so that you can, like, see certain sections of the sky at certain times of the year. Hmm. So you, you kind of realize it's, it's almost an astronomical calendar as well as a building at the same time. I want to look for the comet. The comet is very apparent in the sky overhead. Um, like we said before, it was like cut, you have to hold a whole fist up to... to to cover it now so it's it's definitely visible for anyone who looks up what season are we in you it's a late july at this point okay well carter this is your place i wouldn't say that but <laughs> well carter you're leading us so let's go uh what questions are we going to ask once we get there the comet the comet that 
Yeah. Or and Cupid and Blitzen. Are we Don't going Donner. to be asking about if they can tell us anything about our journey, or is it just hey, the comments there? We want to know about it, or what? I want to know about the. Well, I want to know two things. I want to know, based off the stars, if this is something that's occurred before, and then I'm wondering if there was maybe something in co that goes in line with all the weird things that are happening to the island right now. Like maybe a thousand years ago, there's recordings of when this was happened before. This happened to this island. I'm going to ask about the weird visions. Well, maybe you ought to knock on the door and get in yeah. first. <laughs> that would help. Yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that we actually knew what we were going to ask. Before. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, guys, what are we asking? And no one had any questions when we showed up. No one's hand in marriage. I don't think we want You're that. You're already married. No, for him. Oh, okay. So you guys knock on the door and, and you hear a voice from the inside saying, Greetings, my friends. Please enter the building. Oh, oh my, my God, God. That made me so, like, terrified. <laughs> that makes me want to, like, it knife just makes me, Yeah, inside. it just makes me mad. <laughs> why, why are you terrified, Owen? I don't know. That was just, like, the immediate reaction I got. <laughs> Why are you terrified? Like, I'll girls. open the like, door I'm, and enter. So you like open I was taking the, a drink and I like immediately like. Ah. <laughs> so you open the door and shuffling up to the door is is a guy in a, a high necked tunic <laughs> and a pair of brown breeches, and he says, "Greetings, my friends, and welcome to the astronomical tower. Please come and enter and learn the secrets of the cosmos." I'm like, what is I your name, moment, my sorry. friend? Someone else needs to talk. I need a moment. <laughs> what, what, is, what is your name? The unit of the moon. Actually, let's see what his name is. Apple. Oh, no. His name is Kermit the Frog. No. No. It's, it's, Herm- <laughs> it's, it's Hermie. Kermit Sagan. <laughs> Biff. Fine. The name is Biff. <laughs> he says, My name is Donut. His name is Donut? Love that. <laughs> That's what Donut. he said. Donut. Oh my god. D O N A T. He says, What what of the mysteries of the cosmos can I explain to you? <laughs> Do you come with sprinkles? <laughs> Are you the world? The, the actually the, turn, turns out that he's a druid and he, he uses bear claws. <laughs> he's kind of an old-fashioned kind of guy. Very good. Uh, first I butter. Look a little glazed over. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he takes care of that with a good infusion of buttermilk. <laughs> The, uh, the but but the, but he knows the whole thing. You want to understand, yeah. yeah. Listeners can send their bad donut puns too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to have a question about the comet and how often this happens. Ah, uh, yes, the visitor in our skies. The what? Is it a uh, visitor in our skies? I, yes. It is a it is a uh, <laughs> wondrous sight in here in the cosmos, as you can see. And he, he starts walking up to uh, to the. Uh, basically the observation platform up there uh as you can see tonight is a very good night we can see many many there may be millions upon millions of stars in the sky for us to see 
Yes. And he says, do you mind if I, uh, I, when I like to explain, I like to have some music. And he opens up a no, music that, box. That, that's quite okay. Um, it really, it's a relic of the old kingdom, this music box. Really? And, and he opens it up and it's got kind of this eerie sort of, um, um, you know, kind of string musical going. It's very calm and peaceful. Well, would you say this is from a northern kingdom, so it must be Danish? Um, I would not say that, no. So, but here we are on the shores of the cosmic ocean, looking at our visitors from space. Uh, there are those that are uninformed that believe that this is a sign of ill portent, but I can tell you that I have examined numerous of these cometary bodies and have actually plotted numbers of them that appear in a year, many yearly sequence. But this one is different, for it has uh, come unexpectedly to visit us. I do believe at this point that this one may indeed be a message to us from the cosmic ocean. Maybe it's a falling angel. Cotter? Just give me a minute. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's, he needs to deal. You need to talk. Just give me a minute. But you're the one who has the question. So, donut. <laughs> donut. I've been having these strange visions. Can you uh, help explain them? Well, I can tell you about visions in the heavens here before. For as the planets and stars march around in their primordial seasonal sequence, they tell us of our history here. For we are but beings of stardust. Were you hit in the head as a child? Many times. <laughs> and, uh, and we thank you for your time. And I just go back to bed. I'm done. We can learn nothing from... How is this comet different than the other ones you've seen? As I said, I have uh, plotted the planets and the stars in their yearly and seasonal sequence as they dance through the heavens. But this one has appeared unexpectedly so it does seem that this one may indeed be a portent of some great calamity coming to visit us oh my god you must be our friend's cousin you must be plotter plotting wow. the planets wow, wow no, gosh no, keep no, with that it was just you. That i'm sorry good. but that was taking the joke a little too far <laughs> Have you seen anything, has it affected the weather that you've noticed from other times of the year? It does not seem to have affected the weather in any way that I've been able to see. What about the plant life and animal life? But they, uh, obviously the world around us has been ill affected as the same time as this has appeared in the sky. Do you have a way of viewing it closer? Unfortunately, we have nothing but our uh, simple telescope arrangements that uh, one might use on the deck of a ship. So, and yes. they, they bring no greater detail to uh, than what we can see here. Okay. Well, I thank you for your time. Yes. And I'd like to ask him just if he knows anything of any islands off the southwest coast. I'm afraid geography is not my series of uh, my focus. It is the cosmo cosmic dance that is at my study. I do have to say, though, as the comet grows larger and larger in the sky, it does hint at the calamity coming closer and closer. I would say whatever the stars are beginning to portent to us, we have but months before it will happen. And how do you feel about that, Donut? 
is all part of the natural cycle. Plain. She call him Thank you bagel. Your, thank you for your time. You are welcome, and please return to us at any time. This guy leave. gets paid for his job. Think I about will, that. I will leave. I'm leaving. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, cosmic cycles and dancing with the cosmos. Yeah. It's very important for us farmers. Indeed, it is. You have to live However, by the. However, he does give a good point. Things are getting worse. The comet gets closer. There may be indeed be some sort of time relation between the two. So I think if we can, we don't know where the final apex is, but if we can look at the, if we act with haste in regards to how big the comet gets, at least we have made potentially a timetable to try to get things done in. I think we all can agree. Yeah, then we the shouldn't be wasting our time talking with dwarves. Well, if we're having, a, if we have to, if a war is coming, which uh, fairly certain it is we need all the allies so we do need to waste our time with the dwarves all right, all right. at the very least you need to uh, utilize your time to keep yes. further depredations from happening L um let's retire back to the state and get some rest and, and get a very early start toward the iron mountain any objections no sounds good to me sounds great i'm, I'm curious to know if there's any more flowers in adri's room are there well, the flowers you have there are, are going to be good for Wilting. a number of days. So The flowers are really bothering you, aren't they? I don't like frivolity. We come from a monastery, man. We're monks. Yeah. Okay. She likes her bread cooked with water. I like my bread cooked. Yeah. She with, likes yeah, a piece of plain toasted white it. bread. Doesn't just like flour. Four fried chickens. <laughs> and a Coke. How would you like that that bread? Dry. Can I have that supersized? Plain. If I had it my way, all food I would eat would be a flavorous beige slurry. You should all talk the nutrition. To the... You could hang out with the librarian. <laughs> you could hang out with the librarian, yeah. That's awesome. He can give you his best recipe. So it's, it's porridge with nothing. His favorite. Yeah, Peace porridge not. Okay, exactly. let's go. So retire for the evening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. And and, and the uh, the the astrologer, uh, you know, sees you out and, and reminds you that they are going to have a talk on the dance of the planets next week. So please return. Sure. Unfortunately, we'll be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> For we shall be dead, and by we I mean you. Oh. Surprising to predict the astrologer's death. No, no, you caught her. Oh. Yeah, you, you guys did get one valuable piece of info out of that, that at least he believes that whatever calamity is coming is really only months away. So, no pressure. No, that seems no. like a great long time frame. <sighs> All right. Okay, so, retire for the evening, wake up in the morning. Guess we're going to find horses for this? Yeah, they, oh, they're yeah, stables, they, yeah. Yes, yeah. you, you go, go out into the world and just... Commandeer a horse somewhere. You can uh, summon a mighty spear. I know, yeah. but we'll all just go to the stable. <laughs> oh, I see. Plan my words. How about this? Do we want to get individual horses, or do we want to potentially talk to see about getting a horse-drawn cart? Let's just go? get individual horses. Individual horses. Yeah. yeah, it'll all be right. faster that well, way. Well, he doesn't need one. He's got his I have my horse. He has Bucephalus so. over here. 
your. That's an interesting name. Yeah. Alexander the Great. That was the name of his horse. I know. Uh, sorry. That just me. sounded like a disease. Yeah, I thought so that. Yeah. I suddenly <laughs> felt this Is Alexander the Great alive today? <laughs> Think well, about it. According to Illuminati, he is. He caught Bucephalus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get on our way with get Bucephalitis and really like salt like some apples. Okay. And is do you have to ride down through the each tiers or is there like a side No, you you got to go right down through the main avenue to uh to get there. How are the lower avenues look at this point? We've been gone for like a week or two after taking care of the grain issues. Are the dead zone, I guess we'll call it, better? Um so Actually, now that you take a look out, uh, you do notice that probably like a third of the tent um, encampment below the uh, gates is gone now. Um, and actually, did you want to check in with the, the uh, clerics down there as you ride by? or Nope. But it, it at least appears that things have gotten better. I mean, Did a bunch of the ten, tents have been dismantled and taken away. Really. That's enough sign of to... things going better for me. Yeah, I think. Or just everyone's dead. But Either way, I'm good. The problem before was that more people were entering the camps than were leaving the camps in either way. So the fact that the camps are shrinking is a good sign, no matter the outcome, really, for the individual. Adrian, you, you hail from the underworld, right? The, yes, the underworld. Well, there's the mountain. <laughs> actually that's a different character in our well, group. Yeah, there's, the underworld. There's, well, she hails from the underdark. There's the there's the mountainers where we I am. There's the lowlanders, which is everybody else. and everybody else, but there's those that live beneath the land there for the underworlders. Yes. Right. In in that in those terms, yes. Right. Do you know of anything down there that could have infected up here? I recall when we were looking at the fungus on the grain, it wasn't anything that I had seen before, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure you've about seen that. a lot of fungus in the Underdark, but nothing that was like this. Okay. I, just, I don't know if I ever asked that, so it just kind of mm-hmm. popped in my head. So we need to head east? Yeah, yeah. Northwest. 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 Don't worry, I, I did that a couple of episodes ago. I know when you, you guys were up in the mountains, I told you For exactly For this great barbarian uh, tracker here, you know. Oh no, my map. The ancient map. Of, that's backwards. That is backwards. That is backwards. <laughs> then I said, wow. <laughs> See? Wow. You, you work in, in what national organization dedicated to something uh, called Nothing. scouting? <laughs> I have a... There's a reason why they give us all compasses. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so you guys are going to uh, take off. You have so, your own copy, by the way. <laughs> This could be the most hilarious episode we've had since the last hilarious episode. I crevash me draw good on paper. Who the heck is crevash? I don't know. Isn't that your name? Okay. So hitting car crash. Okay. So you guys go um, to the stables and actually um, Cotter, the, uh, the, uh, pages the grooms have already saddled all the horses um and they've hung on them the uh, porta magnum livery that was sent over by the baron uh, are you bring? are you summoning your ch- uh, your war charger yes okay so um they they quickly uh quickly obviously that comes with a saddle so they they quickly put a uh a uh 
you know, all the heraldry on, on your, your charger as well. You know, that's just like what the the rich do. These people Spirit worked hard to get your stuff ready and you just spit on it. No, resaddle this horse. Wow. Complete with they saddle. Didn't. Please ignore our demon boy. <laughs> um, boy, half elf privilege. Which one there. is mine? You you obviously have the large uh, war horse that uh, yeah. there's a it's a big chestnut with uh, white socks. Alright, we'll reach out, just walk up to it and let it get used to me first, and then okay. tell me I have a nightmare. Tell me I have a nightmare. Roll for me animal handling. It is just completely not okay. Uh, got wisdom eighteen. Okay, yeah. So it uh, you you approach it quietly and calmly, and uh, it shies a little bit as you come up. But then after just a few moments, actually, you end up getting a good nuzzle from it. So apparently, it, it likes the the, uh, the smell of you at least. And swing up onto the. Do I have a nightmare? Come on, please let me have a nightmare. You are a nightmare. <laughs> you, you you have a palomino. Thank you. Aww. He's my pal. Amino. Can we get him one of the little burrows instead? That's for like Orlana or something. Oh, speaking of which, are we bringing Alana with us, or are we leaving her here? We don't want her to blow up while we're not around. Well, has so. she shown any improvements since you've given her your staff? I don't know. Has she? Um, she seems to be just the same as she was before. So She, has she hasn't come. exploded recently, so... Yeah, but she hasn't had to use the, the magic either, so... Um, so the wild surges aren't occurring. That's As that's much. an improvement. Yeah. It's been how long? Like two days? Two days now, yeah, that you guys have been home. So that is better than it has been. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Okay, and well, um, as you guys well, are uh, saddling up and getting ready to go, um, you uh, see that Cynia is out is there um, to apparently see you off. And um, Cotter, she comes up to you and you know takes your hand warmly. And she says, Cotter. Um, I have but one request for you uh, as your wife. Um, aside of obviously come home safely, but um, I have heard uh, your companions uh, referring to you by the name Alistair. And I just wished for a gift to me now that we are married. I married Carter Fraser, not someone named Alistair. You are no longer running. You no longer need a fake name. You are Cotter Fraser of Portum Magnum, head of your household. Can you give that to me? Yes. I'm going to still call him Alistair. I'm calling him yeah, Alistair, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Senia, you didn't marry me. No. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, it is not an unreasonable request of your wife while you are in town to be known as Cotter. However, Sinia, considering his importance to you and to the city, it would be wise of us to continue to call him Alistair for his own safety outside of the city. Well, with his formidable companions, I believe his safety is well in hand. And uh, It took me forever to remember his name the first time around. I'm not changing it anytime soon. I'll, I'll work on my companions, but... And she squeezes your hand and, and uh, backs off and, and uh, lets you ride out the gate. And uh, you guys go down through the gates of town. And, and I would just on. like to note that the people get all the fancy 500 gold piece diamonds are like, sure, he's Cotter. And the rest of us are like, what did we get? 
the chance to be I brought think, back. From I the think dead. what Noan may be saying is that if we were paid, perhaps we might consider calling them I mean, by another hey, name. We were going. all companions. Now you guys are family, and we're just trash. So yeah, that's whatever. I mean, we want to be rich trash. Yeah. To make me his family, he can stab you too. I mean, he might not want to though. He's already stabbed me in the back. Well, Actually, it was in the front. In the back. It, it was Though, to be fair, back. neither of us are particularly interested in material possessions, nor should we be. It's principle, man. I'd just take the thing and give it away, but there we are. While they're bickering, okay. shall we go west? <laughs> Alistair? I'd like considered as a possessor of diamonds, whether or not I have them. So you take a right-hand turn on the Great Road yes. and start heading towards Faramons. And you guys um, you know, begin your, your day early. And after a short time, you actually, there, there are two rivers that um, bracket Porta Magnum to the uh, southeast and northwest. And mm-hmm. after a, a you know, short couple of uh, hours be- before your noon break, you uh, cross the first one on the, the large bridge and um, continue on in the afternoon. And as you are riding in the afternoon, uh, you do notice the ominous sign of you start passing encampments of armed soldiers uh, from Porta Magnum. Uh, apparently maybe rear guard or something like that but you're definitely finding these encampments and it's it is an ominous um, reminder of what is you know ahead of you there and um, as you guys are continuing to the evening and you're about halfway there um, you guys come across a very disturbing sight Um, there are numerous dwarven and human and half-elven bodies, um, bodies of soldiers, uh, lying all over the field in front of you. Do they look like they've been fighting each other or fighting a common foe? Um, Roll for me insight. Ten? Ten? Um, So it it doesn't, you know, know, obviously not being a... a, uh, a field general it doesn't really uh you know come to mind exactly what you there's just lines of of dead soldiers although you, you do notice that the dwarves are on one side of the field and the humans and half elves and so forth are on the other side of the field um and actually roll for me perception would i understand any of this as a war leader oh yeah nine okay yeah you don't notice anything Almost in the, the glue 19 there. And, but there we are you couldn't contain your glee. Is this like violence. a skirmish size, lots of dead people, or like these two armies just clashed lots of dead people? Oh, no, this is more of a skirmish. There's like okay. several hundred dead here. And That's did you want to roll, Kriv? Do I need to? Yeah. Um, so you're... you're uh, what am I rolling? Um, so you want to actually roll... Give me a perception here and see what you see. That wasn't it. Oh, that's horrible. Twelve. Um, actually, with the 12, though, you do notice that in the, the back there, um, some of those Seize engines that you saw um, that came out of uh, Port of Ma- or, excuse me, Ferramons, there's a couple of burned out ones in the back. And you notice that the dead appear kind of in lines as if two lines of soldiers had clashed. So, yeah, your, your estimation would be this was a skirmish. And um, then... You know, they, this is the resultant one. And, and you kind of notice that one of the lines breaks and there's more bodies going one direction than the other. And actually, Arlen, um, mm-hmm. roll for me Arcana. Oh, uh, 13. 
Um, you guys are riding along as you kind of slowly are riding into this, you know, uh, killing field, trying to figure out what's going on. And Arlen, you notice that you guys have just ridden across what looks like a magic circle inscribed into the earth. And it's if if it is a magic circle, it has to be absolutely enormous because, you know, just the arc of it that you're going across is is very shallow. So it could maybe surround this entire battlefield. What? Interesting. Can I, as we're riding by, can I like kind of identify what material made the circle? Uh, it just seems to be uh, scratched into the earth. Okay. And everybody roll for me perception. Ooh, 22. 18? Also 22. 11. 5. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Cotter and, uh, and Craval, you two are uh, in the lead there. And in the distance, um, you see in the uh, ever-dampening gloom, a crimson-robed figure that seems very familiar to you. And you see him raise his arms, and you hear his voice carried ever so gently across the field. And you hear him say, Arise, my minions. And all of a sudden, all around you, all of the dead soldiers start to rise. And that's where we're going to stop today. Nice one, Cotter. Okay, well, a few fun things in this particular episode. Uh, the first, the astronomical tower. I actually got the idea from an ancient Mayan tower and a set of ancient Mayan ruins. And uh, it also stood out amongst all the rest of the ruins in the area because it was completely different because, of course, it was an astronomical observatory. And, of course, if we had an astronomical observatory, we had to have Carl Sagan. Well, uh, it sounded more like Kermit Sagan, but there we are. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to feature was Others Like Me. Um, the librarian is obviously an albino, and this is one of those cases where someone is not disabled, they're differently abled. He can't stand bright lights or, you know, enormous tastes or loud noises, so he has found himself a niche, the lower levels of the library where he actually excels. And so a case of someone who's differently abled, not necessarily disabled. But as he said, others like me. It's a very powerful thing when someone who has any sort of condition, whether it's a medical condition or a physical condition or any other thing, can actually find a peer group that is like them. And it's an enormous weight off your chest when you get to find out that you're not alone, that there's others like you. Anyways, just something to think about as we go on to the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. 
Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.